Good afternoon, it's TBI guy Jeff Beckett. I thought I would make a podcast this afternoon to kind of share some thoughts I had about forgiveness as it relates to worshiping Jesus. I am going to share one funny part of my story thus far before we get to that. God made us an amazing planet and I went outside today and the birds are chirping and the sun is out. It's absolutely gorgeous outside. I went to go fire up my snowblower. I tried to snowblow my driveway. I made a major strategic wonder. I said to myself, I'll wait till snowblow it because it's going to be warm out next week and maybe the snow will melt. Well, what ended up happening was the top layer of the snow melted, then it refroze and became a thick sheet of ice. So now when I try to break it up with my snowblower and get it out of the way, the blades and the snowblower won't penetrate and it rides on top of the ice like a freaking sled. So now I've got a driveway that I can't drive up, snow that I can't remove, and ice all over the place. So a little tidbit in the future, if you find yourself in this situation, please just snow blow the driveway right away. You'll be much better off. Quite frankly, I should have known better because I've lived in cold climates my entire life. But be as it may, let's talk about the topic that uh, is really on my mind. It's how to forgive others. So I'll just briefly share a story that I have and how I was able to cope with forgiveness regarding a major issue in my life. Um, in July of 2013, I, I was in a very bad car accident. I had a traumatic brain injury. And the gentleman who ran me off the road is a troublesome individual. And I, in a way, I feel sorry for him and, and what he's going through. Um, when he ran me off the road, his car crashed, obviously. And he immediately went into the back seat of his car and was looking for his uh, drug dealing paraphernalia. He was not able to find it. When the police came, they asked him if he was concerned about what happened with the other driver, and he said no. So um, that was obviously disappointing to hear. And I found out because I met this gentleman's father, who I really liked, and he was a very nice guy. And his father said that uh, he's, he's a troubled individual. He's checked himself into a, like a mental health unit because of psychological instability. Um, he's had issues with substance abuse problems in the past. He's actually in prison right now, believe it or not, for statutory rape because he, uh, he had uh, consensual sex with a 14-year-old girl. And he was an adult at the time. Um, so he's had a lot of issues. He had a pre- previous criminal record before and the police came to the accident scene and apparently what they said to him was um, this is just the beginning of the issues for him so they've had problems with him in the past so this young man um, I'm really hoping will turn his life around and change but um, given that he's a troubled individual and he caused this problem I'm going to just tell you about how I forgave him and how I was able to move on so first of all when we forgive somebody and when we've decided to turn the new page Forgiveness is actually a way of releasing anger and resentment to somebody. And usually if we see people that haven't forgiven somebody, they tend to be angry, they're emotional, and they they don't have um, a practical or realistic grasp on how to process something and how to put aside that anger and how to see something rationally. So when we forgive somebody, when we fully forgive them, and we have decided to... Um, look the other way and say, okay, this person has sinned, but they have the chance to repent from their sin and I'm not going to be angry at this person. 
And I'm going to move on and I'm going to pray for them and I'm going to hope that they turn their life around. When we take that point of view, we're able to release that anger and come to a more rational sense of mind. And I think with me, I was able to help because I could have just as easily gotten angry and resentful and said, well, I hope he gets locked up. This guy's a dirtbag and he needs to be put away and let's just forget about him and move on. Scum of society. I could have taken that point of view, but I didn't. And years later, looking back on it, I can honestly say that um, I'm not angry at him. And I hope he turns his life around and he's got some major legal issues right now, obviously, because he's in prison. And even though he's sinned greatly throughout his life, I want him to turn his life around and repent. Whether he does that or not, eventually, remains to be seen. We just don't know yet. So, another thing we have to remember is that... um, As sinners, as human beings, it's our human nature to sin and do wrong things. If we're not willing to admit that, and we're not willing to admit that we're human and make mistakes, then what we're doing is we're placing our own status and our own uh, personality as being superior to everybody else. If we act like this person sins and this person makes mistakes, and we don't call out our own sins and mistakes, we're elevating ourselves socially above other people, which is not right to do. The socially superior one is God and not us. It's God. God is the perfect one that's absolutely flawless and 100% just in everything he does. Human beings are not. If human beings were perfect and like God, we would have had no reason to have Jesus come to earth and save us of our sins. So let's try and remember that we have to always remember that we're flawed people and we're going to sin throughout our lives. I would also say that the Bible, when it comes to forgiveness, Jesus tells us in the Bible that if we show mercy to others, we will be shown mercy. That's important as well, because if we're so crude and we're so hard-headed and we're not willing to forgive people and move on, then God's going to take the same attitude with us. God has the absolute right and authority to do whatever he wants with us in his afterlife. He can banish us to hell. He can let us get into heaven. And the more likely that we're going to be punished for our sins in the harsher manner is if we don't forgive people and we don't show mercy on others. So with this gentleman that ran me off the road, I was able to show him some mercy, which was nice. And I'm hoping that in turn, he can show mercy to others and take responsibility for the things in his life. Keep in mind, now here's another part of forgiveness. If we forgive others and we have decided not to hold their sin against them. We have to remember that when that person reaches the end of their life, God judges the guilty. And if we have somebody who is sinning greatly and harming others, God is going to hold that person responsible. And he is going to justly judge whoever that is. We don't have the right to judge others, but God does, because God is the ultimate judge of man. God can say to them, I banish you to hell, because you have sinned greatly, you have not repented of your sins, and some people just never show remorse, they never show regret, they don't feel sorry for what they've done, they've sinned their whole lives. And it's not my right or ability to sentence them to hell, but I've got to tell you just as a practical manner, and this sounds a little blunt, if they don't repent and they continue to sin and they don't show mercy or remorse or sadness for anything they've done, the chances are they may go to hell, depending on what God decides. 
So keep that in mind that people are going to be ultimately judged for their sins. And most people, when they go to sin, even if they sin a lot, even if they're doing a lot of wrong things, deep down inside, in most cases, they realize that what they're doing is wrong. Unless they suffer from a severe case of maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe a psychiatric illness where they don't even understand reality as it exists. But the vast majority of the time, people know when they're doing something wrong. So um, when we call to their attention that they're doing something wrong, we decide to forgive them. But we can put them on notice, even if we forgiven them. We can say, I forgive you for your sins. I won't hold anger or resentment against you. But you can put them on notice that what they're doing is wrong and they need to repent for their sins. That's okay to do. That's not judging. If we say to somebody who's done us wrong, please repent of your ways, realize that what you've done is incorrect, and you need to resolve your ways, I will pray for you that you do that. I hope that you change your ways. I hope that things will work out different and that you'll make better choices. That is 100% consistent with Christianity to do that. If we wish people well and we actually mean it, we pray for them and we tell them we forgive them. That's something we should do because what we're doing is we're telling them, we're warning them in advance, please change your ways, do things differently. Because if they don't do things differently and they don't change their ways and they go to meet God and they don't have any repentance, don't have any remorse, they are going to be punished. That's just the reality of it. That is uh, stated consistently through the Bible Many verses supporting it. I think the biggest one is when Jesus says, show mercy to others and you will be shown mercy. So um, those are my thoughts on forgiveness. And if any of you have any comments or any feedback to give me, that would be uh, wonderful. Um, I'll just keep this short. We'll keep it at about 10 minutes. But I hope you have a fantastic day. And to wrap it up, just remember that we need to forgive others and realize that they make mistakes. And just remember that we're not flawless human beings either. So we need to give out mercy unto others as Jesus commands. Thank you and God bless. Mm -hmm.